Welcome to episode seven of Gone Off on a Tangent. We are not coming to you live from Active Arena, sadly. Not yet, anyway. Not from the bar, especially. But we are sponsored by Active Arena, and here's his advert. Active Arena Lincoln, Lincoln's first indoor football venue. Four purpose-built, state-of-the-art pitches for multi-purpose use. A sports bar offering food and drink from 9am to 10pm daily. Now, lads, you said that was boring last week. Was that livelier? Are we happy with that? Bit of personality, bit of pizzazz. Yeah. Bit of razzmatazz for the advert. Many coffees you had? Quite a few on back and trade. <laughs> for anyone that's listening, I'm not a prostitute. I sell beer for a living. That's what trade means. I'm not on the, I'm on the game. You won't be that fucking busy if you're on the game. No, that ain't that the fucking truth. No, look for a fat ginger. So, he is reopening this month, but only for kids, which is a shame due to the, uh, the government's restrictions. But... For us grown-ups, it opens on the 17th of May, so all adult activities will open, including the five-a-side leagues and the sports bar. Uh, there's a beer garden now, which is going to be awesome for us to all have a pint. We've uh, got brand-new food menu, pool table, darts board, and everything's being upgraded. So, as I say, if you want to get your kids back in the kids' clubs, uh, that restarts on the 5th for mini, for mini kicks. Uh, 12th of April, all under-18s activities, including birthday parties, uh, without food, which is a shame for us dads. Um, and yeah, so yeah, he's back open, up and running. I may even join the five-a-side league. More importantly, he has a new initiative launching uh, called Dads and Lads. It's time for a team talk. Uh, it's a 12-week free programme to support men with their mental health. Every Friday, 7pm till 8pm. Uh, absolutely free to join it. It's important to speak out about it. And Dan's doing a great thing there with opening this up, a uh, little forum type event thing that's that you can everyone can get involved in it might be easier to speak to someone that you haven't you don't know that's not going to judge you etc etc so use it use it wisely and i know we were uh, on twitter we were actually approached um by dewey who's a listener uh, he tweeted us to say he was just in the middle of running a marathon or or running a lot i was on my sofa eating some what's it so and i was I thought that's impressive. So I, I, we retweeted that. And I think there's a charity uh, aspect to it, Dan, that you know all about, I think. Yeah, so just, you know, we all know that, <clears throat> I'm sure that everybody knows somebody has been affected by uh, this pandemic and the kind of knock-on effects that the um, being lock, locked up, but being in lockdown um, and, and seeing the same four walls day in, day out, um, and what sort of effect that can have on people. Um, sadly, um, last year, um, we lost a young lad called Matt Ward, who used to play um, junior cricket uh, at the Linden where I play, or where me and Stussy play. Um, and Matt played his junior cricket there, and he also played hockey up there as well. And um, coached Matt, really genuinely one of the most lovely kids you could ever wish to meet. Um, and sadly, he was um, suffering uh, with depression and uh, yeah, his his pain um, became too much and he unfortunately decided to, to take his own life. And we just know that that isn't the answer. Um, there's always somebody out there to, to talk. Um, our DMs certainly are, are always open to anybody who's, who feels that they can't necessarily reach out to someone that's close to them or, um, you know... It, 
just just talk like it's it's so I know it's easy to say and I know sometimes it's difficult to talk to those that you don't want to burden them with things and but but honestly there there are people out there who, who will listen and will help um you know if if they know something's wrong um and yeah the um the fundraising event that the, the hockey club are involved in is that they're, they're running 21 half marathons over 21 weekends in memory of Matt um so like you say there's a lot of running involved um but it's also a real good opportunity to to remember remember matt and remember what he achieved in in his sadly short life yeah so if you want to support uh, the hockey club and um the samaritans just head over to uh, www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash matt ward 21 um They've done an amazing job so far, and they've, they've, I think they had a quite. I think this weekend just gone was the nineteenth out of twenty-one weekends, um, and they're they're well over the ten thousand pound mark now. So that's incredible. Thanks for reaching out, Dewey, on Twitter. Really appreciate it, mate. You also gave us some brilliant feedback on on the podcast. So yeah, thanks for reaching out. Um, hoping a small part we've helped, uh, and and keep going, mate. Keep running. So as I said about a minute ago, welcome to episode seven of Gone Off on a Tangent. Evening, boys. How are we doing? Hello, Hello mate. Chaps. Good week so far? All oh, fine and lovely. Dandy. We're of back course. at work, aren't we? It's bloody good fun. Back at work. The pub trade is opening. We're back at work. But don't worry, the podcast will survive. Just don't tell our bosses. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> well, one of our bosses is listening now. Well, your boss, not mine. This is, yeah. Yeah, so to get to the pub, listener. Don't drink at home anymore. April 12th, I don't care if you're freezing your tits off, get to the pub. Support your local. You've had enough time to drink cans of Carl in your pants. Get your trousers on, get to the pub. Okay? You've been fucking warned. Anyway. That should it's... be a promotion. Something there. Is what? In your pants. An X-rated promotion. You've been sat in your fucking pants for the last 12 months. Get down the fucking boozer. Come to the pub in lockdown wear, as in pants and a bag of Watsits with one hand holding your nuts, and you get a free pint. This promotion is in no way in association with our jobs, by the way. We're just shooting from the... So it'll be it'll be Friday when everyone listens to this. So happy weekend. You are yeah. literally three sleeps away from going to the pub. Three. Just Three. three. The time the is pub. nearly now. Oh, the pub! I've missed you. I've missed. I've missed having arguments at the bar about just like nothing. Just when I'm adamant, I'm right, and I'm not right because I'm I'm just pissed. So I'm adamant, I'm right, and I'm just mouthing off to me mate about nonsense. In a, in a way, I'm quite pleased that we had the question of sport chat when uh, when we were all on webcam and on Zoom because if we'd actually been in the pub discussing that, I think there'd have been. Glasses thrown and tables flipped, and you'd have stormed <laughs> off. In fact, they've been in a beer garden, you'd have stormed off 100%. Because yeah, you were yeah, I probably would have done, yeah. It'd have been all like, just a, you know, like a fat mess that's just fallen out with a mate on a night out. <laughs> Are you slag? Oh, he's bird. All out with birds. I've only just picked my fucking head up from that. It's not our fault, you're wrong, is it? But we're here, we're back, we're ready to go again. So, 
Let's go again. Should we get our news out? Get your fucking news out. Right, first news item on the agenda. And we're going to be very much led by Stubbsy here. So this is Dickie Johnson retiring from horses. Do you want to put a bit more meat on the bone, Stubbsy? Um, I'm more than happy to. Uh, Richard Johnson, uh, what a man. An OBE. Um, in the horse racing world, there's only one man that's had more uh, winners than him, and that is AP McCoy, just to give you a sort of a, a guide on how good he was. An absolute gentleman of the game. Um, there's not many people that won't, even, won't know who he is if you watch anything to do with horse racing. Major wins, two gold cups, a Queen Mother Champion Chase, a Champion Hurdle, a Scottish Grand National, two Welsh Grand Nationals, an RSA Novice Chase, a Stairs Hurdle, three Triumph Hurdles, a Punchestown Gold Cup, a Bet365 Gold Cup for two of those, the James Nicholson Wine Merchant Champion Chase, an Irish Gold Cup two, Tingle Creek Chase, Arkle Challenge Trophy and the Midlands Grand National. Now that sounds like a fairly almighty list, even if you know nothing about horse racing. Well, it's certainly a winner's CV. I mean, I don't know anything about horse racing, but that's certainly a winner's CV. Did it, um, was I reading right, that it, it came as a bit of a shock that he's retiring? So the, to, to sum up this guy, he's genuinely the nicest guy in the world. Like you ask anybody involved in horse racing or that like you'll not find anyone that doesn't like him and wanted re to retire after the Gold Cup at Cheltenham. He wanted to win on Native River and retire then, but he didn't. He didn't want to retire on the on that day because he didn't want to take the limelight off somebody else's day. So he saved it so he could do it on a quiet day at Newton Abbott that nobody cares about. Fair play to him. What and a just, guy. He, and, and just he had a, an emotional um, interview after his final ride, and it just it it did it just came pretty much out of nowhere and caught everyone a bit off guard. But he's been, uh, I mean, AP McCoy led the tributes. I think he's, he's, well, I've got his tweet here, actually. Sometimes those who challenge us the most teach us the best. You did both to me for over 20 years and I will be forever grateful to you. Thank you. When you go home tonight, look in the mirror and see what a champion looks like. So if that that's like the best of the best talking it's, the uh, thing that's quite yeah, special it's from quite that, a big deal. On, a, on AP McCoy's last ever ride, uh, Dickie Johnson beat him on a horse called Brother Ted. And Dickie Johnson's less, last ever ride was on Brother Ted. So those two like had a bit of a ding-dong over the years. Like they, they were always at each other, not like aggressively or anything, just like in the racing world, like who's going to end up top of the championship and all the rest of it. Um, and... AP McCoy always ended up on top, unfortunately. Um, but as soon as AP McCoy, AP McCoy had retired, Dickie Johnson won four championships, um, jockey championships, which is just an incredible feat in itself. He's had over 3,500 winners. It's just incredible. 3,800 like, 3, 3, British wins in 21,000 rides, which is ridiculous. Fair play to him. He's, he's a, I remember watching a documentary on AP McCoy and it was just, I, I don't think I'd quite grasp what they actually go through. I know Frankie Dettori notoriously lives off uh, champagne, doesn't he? Just drinks champagne constantly in his jacuzzi. <laughs> a branded yeah. champagne, I won't name the brand. 
They don't sponsor us. We are here, Murray. Need us. <laughs> he's just an absolute <laughs> genius. Um, like it's you know the sport. He he was just phenomenal on on the back of a horse. He got the horses to win race. Some horses to win races. They they never deserved to to win. And to be honest with you, his his ride on Native River in the Gold Cup epitomizes what he's all about. Native River did not travel a yard of the Gold Cup. And AP McCoy somehow managed to get Native River to come fourth in ground that didn't suit the horse. It was just he's just phenomenal. He's going to be seriously, seriously missed in the in the world of horse racing. And I hope that he stays involved in, in some way, shape or form. Happy retirement, Dickie, from all of us that gone off on a tangent. I'm sure you've won just as much as you've lost for Stubbsy's bank balance. But happy retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, no, he's clearly a legend of his sport. Happy retirement from all of us. Next on the agenda is Mrs. Not my Mrs. Mrs. There was Timo Werner this week who missed an absolute sitter for Germany. And then I, I thought, well, that won't be top this week. Oh, in step Lucas Zhao for Reading against Barnsley and he could have he could have fallen on it. It was just I know it's the championship and I don't want to stand the championship up. We were there 16 years, but my God, wow, you're a professional my grand footballer. my grand could have scored both of them and she wouldn't even remember she'd have done it. <laughs> I just I can't get we've all played football at various different levels. Wow. Just watched them thinking how I just find it phenomenal. I mean, Werner had a miss at, uh, against us early in the season where he was literally on the line. I mean, I could just go and Google it if you haven't seen it. He's literally on the goal line and he hits it against the bar and back down. It's just... I mean, there's been some really famous misses in history, but I mean, they're pretty spectacular, both of those. I get like you can be out of form and still... <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what form you're in, you literally yard out, mate. Like... Just wow! That's, that's not form dependent, is it? Like, no. it's, it's a ball rolling across straight in front of you when you're five yards from goal. Like literally anybody can score from there. Just incredible. Anybody. I was chatting to a Barnsley fan earlier, just just at work, and I was I was chatting away to him. I was talking about that miss and everything because obviously he'd seen it live, and I just said, "You just as as a, as the team playing against it, you just like, oh, our names on this." Like for promotion for Barnsley, you think our name's got to be on this, in it because because ninety nine times out of hundred back of the net, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, hundred, and it's it's amazing. For anyone that hasn't seen them, please, please, honestly, go and find them because they're just you'll that, be that, more amazing misses. Yeah, they were pretty special. The um, that football images that precede unfortunate events on Twitter. I mean, the bloke's clearly a child. Fan um, that's done this original thing, but it said, So you're telling me Liverpool decided not to sign Timo Werner due to this £47 million fee, who scored 28 goals and got eight assists last season, but have now agreed a £45 million fee to sign Diego Jota, who scored seven goals and got one assist last season. Hmm. Timo rejected Liverpool. <laughs> How's your Twitter handle? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> Turn notifications off. It's incredible. Fucking hell. I mean, he's, it's just, they've signed. I swear someone's in disguise because, I mean, it's there for all to see. I mean, he had an unbelievable 
couple of seasons at at, um, at Leipzig, and then all of a sudden he's just. Does it about going into yeah. two depth football chat? Does it? I know he obviously doesn't matter what level you play; he shouldn't miss your chances. But does it not go to show the difference between the German and the English leagues? In all seriousness, the level. No, because like I don't think it's that. I just think it's like like Andrei Shevchenko when he came to Chelsea he was shit. Yeah, yeah, when Fernando Torres went to Chelsea, he was shit. There's a well, basically saying there. it's a Chelsea thing. They're just an absolute yeah. black hole of a football club. Yeah, I think it's. I'm just going to blame it all on Ramovic because I think he's a prick. As a premise, I'm absolutely sold on that because I can hate Chelsea. So, yeah, I'm sold on that. Yeah, you're, you're, if you're listening, Chelsea fans, your clubs, just fold it up, lads. You're just you're absolutely point. You're just a rich man's plaything that no one likes. So, yeah. yeah. Instead of buying another yacht, he bought you. How does that feel? <laughs> and a yacht. And a yacht. <laughs> and still got plenty of spare change. <laughs> 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 he, 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 do you know what I've not added one onto my list for a few weeks so Abramovich you're up on the prick list mate oh we've got a new addition ding-a-ling-a-ling yeah Abramovich so Roman rings your stubsy and says uh, hello hello Carl what are you doing at the weekend would you like to come on yacht Carl with, with nice C not K you're going nah fuck off mate not interested no See you later, Roman, you prick. I'm off for a wank, Roman. They have two <laughs> Ukrainian ladies for you. They're beautiful. Would I thought he was broken. He's turning to Bora, hasn't he? It's a fine yeah, line between I was going to say, Kazakhstan! <laughs> Would you like Ukrainian ladies? No, that's gone the same. That's gone the same. That's gone the Hello, pretty ladies! Yes, damn, Russian. Would you like Ukrainian ladies? Yeah, I nailed it that time. Because yeah, you can just imagine you you walk on this said yacht and you're going to have Virat Kohli laid there on a sun lounge here with Adam <laughs> Traore next to him. <laughs> oh, that's a point on Virat Kohli. That's the oil. <laughs> My mate Paul's listening to this. And if you're listening, Paul, I'm not going to say your nickname. I'm sorry, mate. Virat Kohli's a dickhead. I know you defended him last week for about 20 minutes saying we were wrong. I'm sorry, mate. He's a ball bag. Okay? You're wrong. We're right. If you're not that, get yourself a podcast. Yeah. And if you, if you carry on with that opinion, Paul, you're good on the prick list as well, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was not having it. He was just like, oh, he's had a wonderful test career. Yeah, we're not saying he's not a good cricketer. We're saying he's a prick. Yeah, at no point of I denied that he's very talented. He's just a complete cockwomble. So consider yourself told, Paul. All right, son? <laughs> and that, Paul, is that. If you keep going, mate, I'll do that Russian accent again. <laughs> I'm going to get back to the meerkat advert. Right, another news story for you, which when I saw this, I couldn't work out if it was a joke or not. I couldn't quite work it out. I knew the game was being played and I knew Real Sociedad won. But I could, I just, I'd just seen it on Twitter. I couldn't work out what it was. So this is the Real Sociedad head coach. Right, here we go. Let's, let's, let's go for it. Right. The Real Sociedad, the Real Sociedad <laughs> head coach, Imanol Alguilsil Barantitercia. Stubbs, are you give it a go? Honestly, mate. Yeah, still, it, you'll be better at this. 
Honestly, mate, it's not that hard, is it? It's just Emmanuel Agasali. Okay, let's just call him Immer for short. So it's post. It's the post-match press conference. It's all normal. He's got the microphone in front of him. He's got the Spanish media all gathered around him. They've obviously beaten their rivals. Hell of a win. First win, I think, for 32 years, somewhere around in that region. First trophy for 30 years. It's a hell of a moment for Sociedad fans. The Sociedad fans cannot attend for obvious reasons. Um, and it goes from normal to Alan Partridge very quickly. So suddenly he puts a Real Sociedad top on and he picks a scarf up and with no backing music, just starts singing Real Sociedad songs really, really aggressively, like a dad who's had 14 parts of John Smith's at a christening. He just goes absolute balls out. You boys seen this? Yeah, can I just say before we carry on, uh, all the shit beers are available. Not from me, they're not, thank God. <laughs> it's, often, it's like he's possessed. Like It's, it's like he just gets like overcome and then just is like, right, I'm going, I'm just having it. <laughs> pulls, out the, uh, pulls out the scarf and just starts applauding to himself afterwards. It goes, it goes ballistic, absolutely ballistic. I mean, I, I know this one's slightly more because they beat Bilbao, so obviously that's that's the nearest and dearest. So I, I get it, and the fans can't be there and all that sort of stuff. But if you had to nominate one of our managers to do to give that a good go, who would you want in front of that? I, mean, I personally would want Sean Dyche, but you boys, big my, well, my I, mate, big Sam, big Sam would be class, mate. I can, it, it's the sort of thing that I can see Martin Allen doing, to be honest. Or Pards. Pards, you'd given it after that dance. After that dance, yeah. Chocolate. When, to be honest with you, Sam Allardyce is probably going to do it when West Brom stay up. So. Who? Yeah. <laughs> get it off. Covering gravy. Just, just yeah. running around the pitch. And I hope he calls the greatest. I hope he calls you two Muppets out for ever doubting Big Sam. I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the. Uh, oh, gravy pits has got nothing on us. Don't worry about that. <laughs> enjoy the conversation when we, uh, when we know who's gone down. What is funny about Sam Allardyce, right? Is that everyone thinks he's northern, don't they? Which I think is really funny. Everyone thinks he's northern, but he's from Dudley. Mm. He's just yeah. got this northern caricature, but he's not. He's from the Midlands. I've always found that. Out. <laughs> yeah, big Sam. That's not his accent. He's from the Midlands. Is he? Yeah, he's in the middle. Oh, fucking hell. Is he? We're definitely staying up. <laughs> Carl's right. It's quite, it, it's, it's, it's quite hidden, though, isn't it? It's not one of those like real thick, brummy accents. I'm thinking more of the fact that when you try and listen to it, like, when, when you try and give it, like, he, he, like you say, he gives off the persona. You see him in the chippy with his arms folded, looking up at the... Uh, just automatically think he's going to be broad like Yorkshire or well, I'd say can I have the usual puck a pint of wank the usual please Deborah don't don't forget the scraps I've got all peaky blinders now you and your fucking accents I'm naming them gone off on a tangent accents (laughs) gone off on an accent (laughs) but um no, fair play to said Sociedad manager. He's now famous forever. He'll always be on YouTube and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. So, no, fair fucks to him, is, is what I say. It looks Legend. a bit like Alan Pardew, the old silver fox. Silver fox. He'll never have to buy a, a pint ever again, to be fair, in that region. No. 
He used to play for him as well, didn't he? He just he obviously gets it, doesn't he? Fair play to him. It's just, it's just a bit mad because it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's, the kind it's, of commitment you like to see. Is what? The kind of commitment to your club you like to see. Yeah, true. If Bielsa, if Bielsa did that, you'd be buzzing. Vamos carajo, which in South American is let's go fuck, is effectively what he said there. <laughs> let's go fuck. Not quite as good in English, is it? Vamos nuls carajo. Right, that completes the news roundup for this week, lads. It's time for the one we've all been waiting for. It's been at least three episodes, I think, maybe even four, but I finally got some news. So, NFL Corner. <laughs> Excited, boys? You buzzing? Uh, my little Pads on. <laughs> Pads on, helmet on, grease under your eyes, hot dog in your mouth, <laughs> can of course. A lot of stubby. Yeah. Morning. Oh, genuinely never been so excited. So let me give you the news. I'm going to give you the rubbish. Well, I'm going to give you the the light news first before I give you the, the breaking news, the whopping news. The Bud Light news. Now I'll give you the Bud Light news, other light beers are available, namely Cause Light. Uh, I'll give you the, uh, the news. So Sam Darnold has been traded to the Carolina Panthers from New York. I saw that happening. Sorry, Did you see it? What do you think of it? What, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I thought it, I think it's a great move for him, to be honest. Um, a lot of weapons. He, he, he wears the pads and that really well, and um, he can catch it. And um, he's a QB, if you're wondering. He's a quarterback. Oh, uh, yeah, that's throws it with a wide end. Throws it in it. All oh, right. Is he? Um, he's a good chucker. Is it? Is he a running QB? No, no, he's more of your typical pocket passer. More than anything, he, he can, he, to be fair, he, he, yeah, if the pocket breaks down, he, he, he can gain yards, but he's not really a classic running QB. He's more of a, he is more of a pocket passer. He's got a, he's a big he lad. Must have a really, big pocket. Big pocket, yeah. That was, the problem, that was the problem with the Jets. The pocket kept collapsing on him, and uh, he kept getting hammered. He's leaving the Jets, which for any actual NFL fans listening, they'll agree with me. The Jets are an absolute dumpster fire. It's a joke of a franchise. Yeah, so that's that's the mild news. Um, there is some news about the Sean Watson, but I'm, I don't really want to go through it on the podcast. Uh, so Google it, um, and then we'll talk about it when the legal stuff's done. I'm not actually going to say what's going on with the Sean Watson, but... He ain't leaving Houston anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, just Google that if you want to learn the latest on Deshaun Watson. Um, and yeah, so the big news in the NFL, the National Football League, is it's extending. So there's going to be an extra game. So it's going to run to a, a 17th game of the season. It's all right. It's another nap. I'm planning. Bloody long nap, mate, that, to be fair. For you boys. So they're going to uh, have one less... <laughs> One less preseason game, which is happy days because they're boring preseason games. They really are tedious. And um, the game, there'll be another interconference game uh, at the end of the season. So the clubs, the, the teams are really happy because they're going to get extra money because there's another game day. So they can sell more commercial stuff. They, they've got another game to host, et cetera, et cetera. It's basically the owners getting what they want. The players didn't really want it. They didn't want the extra game. Um, but money talks, doesn't it? Especially in the NFL. Morning talks everywhere. So, are you pleased as an extra game, boys? Looking forward to that. I can't put into words how thrilled I am, Adam. 
So it's the first, do you want, I tell you what, do you want to have a guess? It's the first time in however many years that there's been a change to the regular season. How many years? Go on, nearest um, to About three weeks now in the NFL. This is absolutely incorrect. Is it year? 75. No. Um, 18 months. No. 112 years. No. So 44 years. This is the first change in 44 years. It's such ridiculous. The regular season. Honestly. Yeah. You're not going to be about this. They don't even care. So you're under the <laughs> you said la- last week and then fucking 18 months ago. <laughs> 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 I was just going polar opposite. <laughs> so yeah so I hope that's NFL Corner I hope it was nice and sharp and sweet for anyone that's trying to get into the game uh, the draft is coming up boys don't bother um, the draft is coming up <laughs> fucking <laughs> don't you've both got a team now so you'll be waiting in the draft waiting to see what goes on won't you uh, just to remind the listener who your teams are boys Dubsy who's your team they're playing purple yeah do you want to narrow it down Baltimore Ravens that's, yeah, all the Ravens. I don't know why. I can always remember Stubbsies, but I can't remember my Who, Who's your team, Dan Taylor? It's like the Jaguars or something. Correct, it? correct. You guess Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars down there in, in Florida. Jaguars, so. Yeah, just, so. I just keep the Jaguars and you keep the Ravens. <laughs> no, I'm not swapping, mate. I'm Ravens through and through now. It is a bit funny that you're running. Have, I, have, we, have we signed anyone out yet? Uh, there's been a few free agency moves, but it's all eyes in the drafts, really. They've got the number one, First one. which was why he's a Jags fan, because they've got a gamble. So we'll see uh, We'll see who they draft. I think we all know who they're going to draft. Wink, wink. Can I guess who they're going to draft? Well, we did discuss it at length on the on that podcast. So it's Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. No, because no. you, can't, you can't draft him, Stubbsy, because he's already in the NFL. You draft college players. No, it's Trevor Lawrence, which we discussed at length on one of the podcasts. But no, that's it. No more NFL. You can you can stop. You can come back into the room now, everybody. Uh, no more NFL. That's uh, And there won't be an NFL corner now for a couple more weeks until the draft. So that's it. Enjoy. It is time for show and tell. This week to the classroom is Carl Stubbs. What are you bringing, Stubbsy? Well... The show and tell this week is just what a magnificent weekend of sport we've got to watch. We've got the Masters on, we've got the Grand National, like two monumental things in sport, which aren't your twos necessarily forte. So I just thought we'd have a quick natter about and see what what you boys are thinking. Are you going to tune in? Are you going to watch? I will watch the Grand National. Definitely, because yeah. you have to. It is a British institution to watch the Grand National. I'm usually at a game as well. I'm usually at a football match and I just see this, the, the result rolling. But I'll have, I'll have a bet on that. And yeah, the whole family does it. My, my family doesn't really bet much, but the whole family bets on the National. So it's, yeah, it's huge. The golf, nah, I'm all right, cheers. I'm not bothered with that. I'm not really asked. Couldn't care less. Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm all right. <laughs> I respect it clearly, but I'm not bothered. But you got your horse, you got your horse slash horses sorted for the national. What's your, your selection process? Uh, like most serious, like serious betters, I will pick a name and a colour of the horse. Uh, nice. is, is that how you'll be doing it, Stubbsy? You're tipping 
service. So yeah, I'll we'll, I'll be a little bit more scientific than that with my tipping page at Only Footy and Horses. Uh, give it a follow. Just tipped over the hundred points uh, profit for since January the twenty sixth. Not bad, and it's free. Oh, nice. I'll um, give but you anyway, my horses. I'll give you my horses, Stubbsy. You tell me what I've, what chance I've got. All right. Okay, so, well, before before you've even given me a horse, if you're backing it, I'm no longer because you yeah, are. I'm terrible at that. Yeah, but anyway, I am recently retired from betting, but the national's different. You just got to pop a little cheeky five rather than just. So it's good fun in it. It's good. It's good laugh. So it is. Uh, I'll be backing the storyteller. Oh yeah, because he's nice. he wears Leeds colours. So that that's uh, he's blue and yellow. So he's he's in the yeah. But you're, you're 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 fond of that horse, aren't you, mate? Oh, I've ruined it for you, Stubbsy. Uh, well, yeah, it won it's won me a few quid over the years, but so you know, I'll be carrying I'll yes, him. it has. <laughs> that was the famous horse that brought home my free bet treble at Cheltenham. That I then stole a boat. If you was wondering. So the reason I stole a boat was because of the storyteller. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> because he was steamboated. Because <laughs> I was steamboated after buying the whole pub of drink. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's, no, it's, a, it's a nice, it's a nice horse, but it's got a cat. It's top weight or very close to top weight, so it's gonna. It's a, it's a big ask. Let's put it that way. Yala Enki. Yala Enki, yeah, lovely horse. But, yeah, um, we'll probably have we have Frost on board. Um, we'll probably go from the front, so it'll be nice and easy to spot. Came so, third in the, in the Welsh version. Yeah, yeah, quite uh, a long way for in that. But yeah, it'll, I would say that it'll see out the trip. I think it's ran over about nearly four miles, if it hasn't run over four miles before. I think they're my two, mate, to be fair. Because they're both blue and yellow. Yeah. I think one might be slightly purple, but I can't tell by this image. Some nice prices for you, 40 to 1 and 25s, I want to say, with the storyteller. So Yeah, you're not far nice. off. So, yeah, that's um, yeah. I think that, that'll be mine. Uh, yeah, definitely. What are you going for, DT? Uh, I quite like the look of some neck. I'm beginning yeah. a little bit of uh, a Joseph from McCoy. me. Um, Came, th- yeah, came third behind Tiger Roll and Easy's Land at Cheltenham a few weeks back. Like the look of it, yeah. Um, and that's my only kind of um, that's the only one I've kind of got selected out at the moment. But I'll probably wait until um, confirmation of runners before I make my final ones. Yeah, sensible. It's- very sensible. I'll be back in uh, Lord Demenseal, Richard Hobson's horse, won over decent distance last time out, forty to one, running off the same mark of one four nine, ten stone six on its back, stays all day, uh, eight years old. So that's my shout. But it's a needle in a haystack. So I love it though, isn't it? To be fair, that's why everybody loves it. You just, just yeah, it's a brilliant. It's fantastic. To be fair. Yeah, I do love the race and the just it I like when other people get involved in horse racing that don't normally get involved in horse racing. Oh, good. And it'd be nice if it Well, exactly. Yeah, it's good fun. So yeah, I enjoy it. Um and then we'll move on to quickly, we'll have a quick masters rundown. I know you got involved last year, DT, with 
I say last year, it was about six yeah. months ago with the... Uh... I know, I when I saw the advert, I couldn't believe how quickly it came round and then I realised that obviously it was um, it was a bit later on because of COVID last year. But yeah, I've always kind of pleaded ignorance to uh, to the golfing game. And uh, and you enjoyed so, it, didn't you? Yeah, with being, with being on furlough and in lockdown, I thought I'm going to give this as much of my attention as I year? possibly can. Absolutely. Who won the last one? Yeah. Who won 2020? Johnson. Yes, Dan. Well done. Because he's he's nine to one favourite to win it again. Since it was only a few months. Yeah. I mean, he's an absolute force to be reckoned with, but the course played very much to his strength last time because of the time of year it was played in. So it was very he could just throw it at the pin, which is what he's very good at. I would uh my I've got a couple of selections that I'd quite like, and I, I quite like Jordan Speed. He's in the form of his life at the minute. And he's, I've got on him at 16s. I think he's now 10s after the weekend. Um, and they also... Must have put a fair bit on then. Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Um, and uh, <laughs> I've also had a little flutter on Paul Casey at 30 to 1 each way. Because he always plays very well round, uh, round Augusta and he's in decent form at the minute. So there's oh, my I... two little... There's a, there's a few. I've chucked some free tips out there, haven't I? I know who's winning it, so that's all right. You guessing? I, I know exactly who's won the Masters this year. So, all right, who's that? Uh, John Rahm's winning it. Is he? Yeah, John Rahm's winning it. So, what you got to look for in sport is you've got to look for a narrative. You've got there's got you've got to visualise the guy on the podium at the end, right? All emotional. He's got that jacket on. Oh my god, this is an amazing story about like a tiger story, all that sort of stuff. He's recently had a baby, isn't he? Right. Job done. I'm not changing any nappies because I'm winning the Masters. Bang. There's your narrative. Job done. Written. It's done. <laughs> See you next week when I'm right. <laughs> it's the reason that Bryson, whatever his name is, don't win anything because he's a bit of a knobhead. It's not yeah, a good story. A long way. Brilliant. It's like having the world's largest dick running <laughs> in the belly button, mate. It's pointless. <laughs> Oh, you fucking clown. Leave that in. Leave that, that in. Stay, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so John Rahm's won it, boys. Congratulations, John. Well done, mate. Has he won it before, John Rahm? No. This is his first time, then. Newly become a dad. Yeah. Quid's in, isn't it? Who's your money on? Uh, I haven't had a bet yet, but uh, I will be. I was waiting to see... Uh, me and Stubbs had a bit of a chat the other day about who he might be following and then um, yeah I'll have a bit more of a look into it I, I backed Cameron Smith last time and he I had him at I think I got him at 66s and he he placed so I think I might I might follow him again um, and yeah I'll probably probably pick five out and then just have a little bit of a each way interest on them the betting is yeah I, I will I'll probably have a few more. Westwood, I always back, so I'll back Westwood. He's playing quite well at the minute as well. I quite like the look of um, Sungjae Im as well. He, I think he came second last year. Uh, he admittedly didn't get overly close to Dustin Johnson, but nobody did. And he's been playing reasonably well this year, and I think he's in with a, a half-decent shout of a top 11 finish, as I think some bookies are paying. So, yeah, worth a crack on that as well. His odds are decent, aren't they? 
35s? Uh, 35s, 40s, I think, in some places. Yeah, so I think we'll have a little play on that as well, I think. That concludes show and tell. Thank you, Stubbsy. Happy betting, everyone. And remember, bet responsibly, or not at all like I do, because I'm shit at it. So I've just given yeah, up. Yeah, and when the, when the fun stops, chase. You have been listening to episode seven of Gone Off on a Tangent, and my God, did we go off on a tangent this week. So much so, we didn't have any time for an end game this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week. One of the fans' favourites. Guess who will rank me off? We'll be back next week. Don't worry. Uh, but for now, thank you to Hell's Ditch for the music, as always. Thank you, boys. Absolute top-class tune. Their new single is out now. Uh, go and check it out on iTunes. And thank you to Danny at Active Arena Lincoln for sponsoring us. Hope you enjoyed the us trying to act again with a, an advert. Uh, we did try our hardest and we'll try and make that less boring as the weeks go by. But no, Danny, thank you. Active Arena Lincoln. Go check it out uh, when you're allowed. Um, I've been Adam Stocks. He's been Dan Taylor. I bid you all good night. And he has been Carl Stubbs. Good night, you kind sirs. See you next week. Thanks for downloading. Down, boys. Cheers, cheers.